Welcome back to Dating Down God's Way, the podcast meant to help you learn how to date to attract a godly partner into your life and to love the godly way. My name is Tolu Falode. I'm your friendly Christian relationship counselor. Now on this podcast, my job here is to share tips and strategies to help you meet the man or woman God has for you. Today's topic is special. We have a very special guest with us. His name is Ayodeji Fashore. And he'll be helping us to understand how to know when a man is ready to get married. Now, I decided on this topic because I've gotten various forms of this same question from my followers on Instagram at FandaFlame. If you're not following me there, you really should. I post every day. And it's a question I constantly encounter with my clients in counseling. So I'm going to go straight into talking to our special guest. Now, Ayodeji Fashore is a lead product and innovations manager at a fast-rising technology firm in Lagos. He is passionate about building technology products which help solve real-life problems commonly encountered by millions of people worldwide. Deji, as he is often addressed by many, including myself, (laughs) is also very passionate about godly leadership with focus on mentoring and raising godly leaders. He has led in various capacities professionally and spiritually. He is an entrepreneur and currently serves as the director of product strategy at Fikaya Limited. Now, I met Deji, give or take, three years ago when I came to worship at Harvesters International Christian Center in their branch in Lekki Phase 1. And we have been friends ever since. I thought he would be perfect to give a male perspective on what it means to date a godly man and what it is like to search for a godly woman from a man's perspective. Deji, it is great to have you here. Thank you so much for coming to share with us. How are you today? Thank you very, thank you very much, Salu. It's um, a pleasure to be here today. I'm fine, thank you. Um, I'm okay. This is December is over. Now we have to January. So. <laughs> yes, so it's really over. <laughs> so everybody is back to, back to, back to numb. Back yes, to school. Yes, and, and, and it really was a dirty December. I really enjoyed all of us, but we thank God. It was, man. It was. It, 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 it injured us financially, injured us, even held mentally in all ramifications, basically. Yeah. But it was very interesting. Very interesting. Lagos is something else. Honestly, something Lagos else. is the place to be. You can handle the traffic. We thank God for seeing us into a new decade. Anyway, so um, it's great to have you on here. So I'm going to go straight into the questions that my listeners are eager to hear your perspective on. So, Deji, what do you think a man is looking for in a wife? So, um, so when I saw this um, earlier, um, what came to my mind was that um, this is actually a very, very broad question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason is because um, we need to we need to take into consideration that there are different types of men, right? Now, are we looking at this from perspective of a godly of a of a, of a godly man? I yes. believe so. So I'm yeah. going to answer yes. So I'm going to answer from that perspective. And um, for a lot of these answers, I'm going to use myself as a yastic. Okay, um, awesome. And yeah, um, a couple of friends and as much as possible, try to use them real life scenarios so people can easily relate with these um, scenarios. Okay. So for a godly man, right, he's looking for someone who fits um, into the plan God has created for him because he's a godly man. So he most likely, likely has an idea of what um, his purpose in life is of what um, God wants him to do, of what type of ministry, right, he's going to be involved in. And because for a godly man, um, his work with God and his ministry is usually the core of everything. It's always at the center of everything. So because of that, he holds that as number one. So when he's, when he's looking out for a partner, he's looking for someone who can partner with him to achieve what God has called him to achieve. And because God is a very, very um, perfect orchestrator, um, if a godly man is able to find the right person, right, the assignment fits for the both of them. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes so much sense. 
Yes, so this is what a girl, yeah, so this is what a godly man usually look looks out for, and then he does it in different dimensions. You understand? Um, because he has the ability of the Holy Spirit, he's able to say things in different dimensions. And I'll give you an example. Yeah. Okay. Um, for me, for instance, yeah. um, I've always known that I have a part to play in ministry. Now, I'm not necessarily going to be an everyday pastor, um, so you don't see my face on stage all the time and all those type of types of things, right? But um, I'll be involved and heavily involved in pastoring, right? That's helping people grow, um, guiding them, taking them from point A to point B, um, just helping them to organize their lives generally. So what that means is that I'm going to be sold out to people. So I'm going to give out a lot um, in terms of my finance, in terms of my time, right? In terms of my mental abilities, and all those types of things, my skills and everything. So I'm going to be giving out a lot. So I need someone who understands what giving means, right? Someone who is going to support me when I'm giving out a lot. Someone who I'll be able to run back to, right, when I'm giving out a lot and I'm exhausted. Do you understand? So for me, someone who is who is a people person, someone who is um, a, a cheerful giver, someone who understands what it means to right those are some of the qualities that i look out for when i'm choosing a woman of course in addition i look out for someone who 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 i mean the common tagline is that oh um, um um someone who is um a spirit woman or a spirit man right someone who who has a relationship with god that's what most people say mm. but um for me i think a better way to explain it is someone who has Christ at the center of everything, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I look out for. So um, the fact that he comes to church doesn't necessarily mean that Christ is at the center. The fact that he serves in church doesn't necessarily mean that Christ is at the center, right? Christ being at the center of your life would manifest itself in different people in different ways. For some people, the way you know that Christ is at the center of their lives is by how much they give to the church because they've been called to be kingdom sponsors. For some other people, it's by the type of service that they render to the church. For some other people, it's by worship. Whenever they are worshiping, they are blown away, right? So when you spend time with people enough, right, you would see that Christ is at the center of, the, of, of, of their lives by the okay. things that Hello? Yeah. Okay, so there's yes, a good question. So are you saying, because I get this question quite a couple of times from uh, my followers and sometimes from my clients. Are you saying that as a man that is in a relationship with God, it is important to you to be with a woman that can key into the vision God has for you? Because the questions I get rotate around, what if he doesn't know what he wants to do? What would you advise a woman in that situation, a godly woman? She says that a guy is approaching her you know, that he's getting, he's trying to get to know her, but he doesn't, he can't tell her what he wants to do. He can't tell her his vision. Is that a man she should take seriously? Um, so um, I would say um, yes and no, and this is why I say so. Um, there are some things that you would do, that you're allowed to do um, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, right? Um, if a man is the right man for a woman, and if he hasn't been able to figure, completely figure out um, what his assignment is or what he's going to do with his life, right? If the Holy Spirit um, gives a woman the go-ahead, right, to go out to that man or to date that man, and best believe that the resources that will be required for her to help that man in his journey will be provided to her, right? So what I'm trying to say is that... Um, Everybody is on a journey, right? Some people have been able to figure out their lives and their ministry more than others. But everybody is on a journey. So what you should look out for is that hunger in the man. If the man has that hunger, that willingness to learn, if he's teachable, right? If he's constantly trying to progress, to make forward movement, to become a better person spiritually, and to figure out as much as they can, Right then, that's a, that is always a good sign. You can consider that type of person. But if this guy is someone who is not even interested, right? Who is not even putting in the effort? I mean, you must never forget the scripture that says, "Do not be unable you." Mm-hmm. Right? It's very very important. So you mm-hmm. must. So before you get involved, you must see 
that effort, right? Even before you meet him, right? While you guys are trying to get to know yourself, you must already see that effort. See that what does that effort look like? That what does it look like? Give me an example. Like, what should she be looking out for? When, when you say she must see an effort, she must see hunger, what is she looking for? So, um, for me, it's the very, very subtle things, right? And the keyword is hunger, yeah, hunger. Mm -hmm. So, how does it react when um, conversations, right, about um, anything related to Christianity and spirituality and Christ comes up, right? Is okay. he interested? Okay. And in his in his in his local church, right? Cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Uh, no, continue. I'm I'm listening. Okay, so um, as I was saying, right, the hunger is the key word, right? How does guy react to the things of God, right? Is he is he is he willing, right? Is he is he is he showing? Does he show the interest, right? Is he con Is he at the moment when you met him, right? Was he trying to become a better person? Do you understand? In his local church, how involved is he? Do you understand? Um, and all those types of things, okay, right? Okay, so and it's also, important. Sorry to cut you short, DJ. I just want to make sure I I get as many gems as I can from you. Because as you're talking, okay. I'm just seeing questions that some of my um, followers ask me. So yeah. it's important that he has yeah, a that's it. That's, that he has a what? That he has a church that he worships at. Not one of those uh, men that say they, they go to church, but they don't attend church. Or, or, or they are... Uh, yes, honestly, honestly, honestly. Yeah, honestly, for me, because because I don't believe in that idea that you don't necessarily need to belong to it. Like, he has to belong to a church, and for several reasons. One, because it's in the Bible that you should not forsake the gathering of the brethren. And also, for accountability purposes, when you get married to this man, is there a pastor, right, for whatever reason, that mm. can call that, that can call on, can mm. stand in the gap for you guys, mm. right, at some point when it's necessary? Right, so it's very, very important. I mean, he doesn't necessarily need to be a pastor, right? But does he have a family, a spiritual family that mm. he belongs to? Because um, this work and this race, right? The work with God is not designed to be done alone. It's designed to be done with people, with a family. So that family is very, 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 very important. And um, there was this analogy um, that my pastor gave recently, right? It was the um, 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 it was a prefect, right, back then in secondary school, and it was a prefect in charge of uh, managing the flowers, and I forgot what it's called anyway. But then, um, so sometimes when they are um, like checking the health of some of these plants back then in school, and they will see a bad one, right, and then they will try to um, uproot the bad one from the root, right. But when they get down there, right, in the soil, they will then realize that this um, plant has already intertwined its roots with the other plants with it, yeah. right? So then you have scenarios whereby four different plants have their roots, which makes it impossible to uproot one of them. And because of that, they will then leave the bad um, plant or the plant that is not doing so well, right? So what I'm trying to say in essence is that you must build some sort of family, right, for yourself, right, that have their spiritual roots intertwined. So if the devil comes for a guy, a man tomorrow, right, is the devil going to find out that, oh, if I come for DG, then that means I'm coming for Wally and I'm coming for Puki and I'm coming for Tolu mm. also at the same thing. Mm. Do you understand? So yeah. do you have people who are ready and ready and stand for you? So that's, yeah. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you again. So you were saying that, do you have people that are ready to stand in the gap for you in case the enemy wants to come and attack you? He will have to deal with your whole brethren. Yes. Okay. Yes, and this is just one of the many um, scenarios, right? For okay. why um, belonging to a local church is very, very important. There are several of that. But trust me, you will always be better off um, with a man who belongs to a local church, who is accountable to a local church, who serves um, some way in a local church. It doesn't have to be physically or with his money, right? There are several ways to serve, 
right? Mm. But someone who is identified with the local church, it, it, you would always be better off. Okay. So my question to you now is, say you meet a man that has um, a spiritual family, is grounded in a local church, um, but he's not he's not representing what you have on your list say he's he's um he may not be tall maybe on your list you want him to be tall maybe on your list you want him to be on fire for christ like you want somebody that is actually a pastor so you want him to be somebody that um that is very joyful all the time but he's missing one or two things what if he has all of the other qualities that you desire like i mentioned christian saved single but maybe he's not too tall or he's not too strong spiritually. So in that scenario, what would you advise the woman to do? Should she let him go or should she continue to wait? Should she continue to wait or should she stay with him rather? Okay, so this is a very interesting question because it's one that I get all the time, right? Mm. And it's one that even I myself try to answer sometimes. Mm. Um, the truth is that um, at the end of the day, it's about you, it's about the person, right? Um, you know what's important to you. And you know what um, you can um, make do without, right? Um, at the end of the day, whatever your partner does not have, or whatever shortcoming your partner has, right, or whoever you're dating has, you need to be sure that it's something that you can manage, you can make do with for mm. the rest of your life. For instance, if you wanted someone who is spiritual, who is handsome and 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 and, and tall, right? When you got someone who is spiritual, who is handsome but short, right? Mm. Can you handle the fact that, oh, this guy is short and overlook it? I mean, taking the consideration that there are other qualities that the guy ranks top in, can Mm. you do that? You check yourself, right? You ask yourself the question, and you know you can do that. Then it's fine. At the end of the day, the key question is, this shortcoming of your partner, right? Like the, the shortcoming that your partner has, can you manage it for the rest of your life? If the answer is yes, then you're good to go. But if the answer is no, then please don't, right? The reason is because when it comes to the issue of marriage, right, it is one, it's one area of your life that you are allowed to be selfish in because once you get into it, you have no reason to be selfish anymore for the rest of your life. It's no more about it, about you and your partner. So before you get into it, consider, think about yourself. Because that is the only opportunity you have to think about yourself. Hmm. So think about yourself. Can I do this? Can I manage this thing? Can I condone this thing for the rest of my life? Right? And I know um, generally the school of thought is that all the spiritual attributes are more important than all of that. Yes, they are. However, it's also very, very important that you're physically attracted to your man or your woman. Trust me, it is very, very important. I I completely agree with you. Yeah. yeah, it is very, very important. So as much as the spiritual attributes are important, make sure that this is someone that you're attracted to. Make sure mm. this is someone you're attracted to. So that when you wake up in the morning and you turn nice sleepless <laughs> and you're smiling, not frowning. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> yeah, and I have someone yeah. tell me, someone told me once that old man that she can't stand the sight of her husband when oh, wow. she wakes up in the morning. That's in, my, in my mind, I'm like, ah, is, is, I'm telling you, in my mind, I'm like, ah, I'm sorry, but Honestly, fear for this marriage. You understand? Yeah, yeah I fear for the marriage. And yeah. I probed for that, and I found out that she got married to the guy because he was rich. Oh no! So it was for the wrong reason, you understand? basically. Yeah, it was for the wrong reason. You can't afford to get married to someone for the wrong, the wrong reason. reason. Because down the line, down the line, right? The things that attracted you to get married, or that made you get married to the person, would eventually wear off. Right. I mean, the same thing with getting married to someone because of the physical um, attraction, right? The physical attraction is just oh, temporary. Well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, after a while, you start to see wrinkles on her face and all those types of things, right? So, yeah. at the end of the day... And, and like somebody me, said, you can't, you can't constantly just be having sex. I mean, if it's, if it's something that you are attracted to that person physically and then you enter into a marriage and it was built on a physical foundation it will not last it's built to crumble basically in fact in fact in fact in fact if but not if possible sex should be like for everybody dating it's very important to stay off sex because of course of course it will cloud your judgment you wouldn't be able to think straight so it's very important that you stay 
exactly but then if they uh, if they're attracted to someone based on their physical attributes and they discount or they compromise the emotional and the spiritual attributes saying that oh you know i'm physically attracted to him i can definitely see myself being with this person intimately and they step into a marriage and it turns out that they built it on the foundation of physical attraction it is not built to last right it's built yeah it cannot last and let me even add to that it's the same thing the other way around right yes if exactly you, yeah if you're going to um um, um a, a marriage with with um with someone um taking into consideration that the fact has i mean that this person has all the attributes that you want the person is godly the person is this the person is that but the person is not there spiritually it's it's honestly it will take the grace of god <laughs> it will take the grace special of god, grace right? so it's very important to, i'm telling you so it's very important to balance both parts i mean although another dimension which i've seen right is that the holy spirit can actually make you fall in love with your partner in terms yeah physically fall in, in love with your partner's physicality I've yeah. seen that level of grace. It's another dimension, right? So yeah. the Holy Spirit makes you attractive to your, 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 your partner. That's another dimension, you understand? But however, it's not advisable exactly. to go into a relationship yeah. someone you're not attractive. Yeah. Not I completely agree because I get so many questions about, even, even from people that are married and they are not happy in their marriages and they saw it's not as if they didn't see the signs but because of family pressure peer pressure self-pressure and i actually want to ask a question about that I, f- I believe like one of the struggles of single believers is will i ever meet someone that meets my 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 desires and part of that struggle is everyone is telling you oh your standards are too high you're too picky why can't you just settle down everyone else is getting married what is wrong with this man what is wrong with this woman what's your take on that um, I mean, the Bible says that God made them male and female. So for every man, there is a woman. For every woman, there is a man. Mm. And the way it is designed, as a lady, right? Let me start with the guys. As a man, right? You're meant to define them, right? You're meant to be the hunter in quotes, for lack of a better word, right? But as a woman, you're meant to position yourself to be understand so you need to do the right things make sure you're serving in the fire and make sure you're looking attractive right of course in a responsible manner and mm-hmm. make sure um you build yourself to become someone who someone else will want to spend the rest of their lives with right so as a woman that's all you need to do right and while doing this you need to trust the lord right that is making all things right in his own time but as a guy a guy is meant to go out and do the finding um you understand so my encouragement to people who ask that type of question is that god has made everybody male and female right so for every woman there is a man right but my advice to you is that while you're waiting on that man you need to keep living your life because at the end of the day it's meant to be one whole life like one each do you understand so you have to be a complete person happy in yourself confident in yourself you need to enjoy your single life um i was i i i made the decision to be single for almost two years at some point in my life and i can tell you for free that that was the period when i made the most strides in all ramifications of my life right in terms of service in terms of ministry that was when i made the most progress in my career that was when I made giant in my businesses especially all the side businesses I have that I run to it that was when I started out all the side businesses right so it was an instruction actually from God and it paid off so your sync period is a very very important period when you're able to build yourself up in every ramification so you need to take advantage of that because every season is a blessing every season is a blessing this single season is a blessing the marriage season is a blessing right so you need to key into this season take advantage of it learn as much as you can learn from this season because once you get married you can never be single again you understand i like that mindset of once you get married you can never be single again because some women and i suppose some men step into a marriage thinking if it doesn't work i can always leave so I think that that would also be important as a Christian woman and as a Christian man to keep in mind that, you know, once you get married, 
that's it, you're done. So my question to you now is, what if that man is... It's a better for us. Hello, DJ. Sorry, what if... What if... Yes, I'm with you. Okay, great. What if that man is ready for marriage? Um, what I mean by he's ready for marriage, say you meet somebody, saves Christian, single, serving in church, he's great and everything, has, um, is financially ready, um, is talking the right kind of English, because as a woman, like you said, you look out for certain clues and signs. But he says that he's not, he's, he just doesn't, he's not ready yet. Like, he's not ready to marry you yet. You know, you, wh- how, how do you know that this is not just stringing me along or he's not just wasting my time? Okay, and that, that that is that is a very very interesting question because these days we have a lot of um, Yoruba demons in town. Uh, and they are yes, there are plenty. For that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you sound like you have you have you have you have lots of experience. Too, yeah? <laughs> Did you please? Who doesn't have experience? <laughs> okay, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. So so honestly. Um, my best response to this is that most times to decipher if someone is a time waster or the real deal, you need the help of the other spirit, honestly. And the reason is because some guys have become so good. In fact, I hear that some guys will even take you to go and see their parents. Like they will take you. So this the guy taking you to go and see his parents. It, it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean anything. Nothing. It means nothing. Um, you, you just went on a normal visitation, that's all. <laughs> yeah. You understand? So honestly, you need the help of the Holy Spirit. Um, because the way the Holy Spirit works is that once an action that you're taking is in, is in line with His plan for you or His purpose for you, you have peace with it, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's not in line, right, you will never be at peace with it. The Holy Spirit will keep nudging you, nudging you, nudging you. But that's all it will do because it's a gentle spirit. It will nudge you, nudge you, nudge you. You need to be sensitive enough to identify or to discover or to realize that, man, I'm not at peace with this guy. Something is not just... See, whenever your mind is telling you something is not just right, something is... The thing is probably not right, though. Please dig deeper. Yeah, you're completely right about that one. Honestly, Yes, honestly, there is a lot more you can do. There is a lot more you can take into consideration, right? But the best way to find out is with the help of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Now, of course, you need to... Sorry, Deji, before before I forget. Like, I always tell my my ladies, as I call them, that you, you just carry that man to God, even if you don't want to, because sometimes you don't want to hear no, you know, because you've been hearing exactly so many times, but... Just carry him to God, even if it's, oh, God, this is a formal introduction. No, this is um, whoever, Wale, um, addition or whatnot. Um, you know, I like him. Um, he seems nice, but, you know, I really want your best for me. And I've discovered that if you do that, God has a way of cutting off anyone that he doesn't want for you at some point. It just doesn't yeah, really it does. point. It does. It does. It does. And when you're praying that prayer, you need to mean it. Right, mm-hmm. because yeah, because when it starts his work and starts <laughs> to cut you guys off, right? You understand? Yeah, you don't want to interrupt that process. You don't want to interrupt it. Mm-hmm. You understand? So if you're that prayer, you need to mean it. So when the stuff finally, when the real show starts to happen, you need to be prepared and allow this guy to go. I've seen a scenario whereby a friend of mine prayed that kind of prayer, right? And about maybe two or three weeks later, this guy really started to act up, like he started to misbehave. You know, serious oh, wow. misbehavior. <laughs> like the guy started to misbehave. Just started to pick up unnecessary arguments, started to talk to anyhow, like started to do very, very, like very, very funny things that were not in line with his character. And she could just yeah. speak that, oh, okay, this is it, right? And they had the discussion and they agreed that, oh, um, this thing is not working for the both of us. I mean, I don't have the details, right? But I know that yeah, at the end of the day, it was yeah. a very, very, it was a very, very easy breakup because the guy, had, like, the guy was in line with the breakup. But imagine if this guy was then behaving like this and the guy wasn't sensitive enough to see that this is the Holy Spirit giving me an out 
an opportunity, right? She won't have taken it. She would have gone on begging the guy, right? She would have gone on begging the guy, do you understand? So at the end of the day, man, um, the best option you have is to take this person um, to God in prayer and then let God do his work. I these days, continue. I'm telling you, these days, yeah, because these days, guys have become so good at this thing, man. So professional, you're about to. So whatever, I'm telling you. So whatever, <laughs> whatever um, parameters or examples, uh, yeah, of, of ideas or suggestions that I might give you, honestly, they'll they find a way. <laughs> they'll find a way. Yeah, it's only Holy Spirit that reveals these things. I completely agree. But like my question to you now is back to the whole no sex before marriage. Now, one of the challenges that I've discovered while working with clients and um I get from some of my followers on um, Instagram is they say things like, Oh, you know, he said that we won't have sex, but then now we're having sex, or he says it won't ha- it won't happen again and now it's happening again, or uh, whenever I mentioned that I don't want to have sex before marriage, um, the guy would either distance himself or in some instances, he may see it as a challenge and then we're doing other things, we're, doing, we're having oral sex. Me, my personal sense is sex, sex is sex, all, all forms of it. So what is, your, yeah. what is your take on meeting a man in this day and age that would actually say no to sex before marriage? Does that exist? And my second question to you in line with that is, if you do meet a man that says no to sex before marriage and you guys start dating and um, you get to know each other and whatnot, how do you know that um, you can trust his take on that? How do you know that he will stand by that? Maybe he's, when is enough falling? Let me, let me put it like that. When is it enough time that you have fallen? So, um, honestly, I, I have um, a friend who is, um currently going through something similar there is a guy that she likes i believe the guy likes her too but the guy is refusing to commit because she doesn't want to have sex um she's a virgin Mm. any guy who is holding a lady to a ransom um saying um there must be sex in the relationship is not what that lady honestly in my opinion Mm. opinion if you really like a woman and you believe that she's the one for you and you're willing to make any sacrifice for her um yeah you should be able to agree to request to do without sex um i mean for starters there is also the part that if this man is a godly man he he wouldn't I want to believe that it wouldn't even demand sex from mm. you, right? So you um, finding the right person and dating the right person um, would most likely already take care of that problem. But let's even assume that you have that problem. Um, my dear sisters, any guy that is demanding for sex um, to get into a relationship with you is not what you let him go. Let mm. him go. Mm. Let him go. Um, okay. I mean, yes, the conversation can be had at the beginning, and then you guys eventually get into an agreement. That's okay. Right, um, because the truth is that some guys are coming from a place where they used to be sexually, sexually active, yeah, um, and are willing to um, take that step, right, to go off sex. Um, I mean, that is a good improvement. That is a welcome step, right? Um, but for someone who is insisting, trust me, you really don't want to be with that person. You really don't want to be with that person. And eventually, if this guy um, agrees to go. Um, into the relationship with you without sex, you, you need to really just check his motives very well, um, because some guys feel like, uh, let's go in now. When we get there, see, you get that kind of thing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, um, yeah. as a lady, you must set boundaries to help you fight this type of thing. Um, yeah, because it's like um, at the end examples of, the day, of boundaries that she should set. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, at the end of the day, um, because for sex to happen, um, it requires two people, right? Mm-hmm. Which means um, you consent to it, right? Mm-hmm. For it to happen. So you need to set boundaries to make sure that you don't find yourself in that type of scenario where um, you start up stuff that then eventually leads to sex. And these boundaries are very, very simple. 
one good old one that always works is don't you guys should not ensure that the both of you are not in a private place alone. Okay. Um like like bedroom, like like a bedroom alone, right? And all those types of things. Yeah. Um that's one that always works. Because at the end of the day, the both of you are not going to start having sex on the road, right? You understand? <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah, so that always works. Um secondly is you need to have a trigger. There must be a hard trigger, right? Um something that you've programmed in your mind that you know that once this starts to happen, then I need to just stand up and walk away. Something mm-hmm. like that. Right. So it could be that once we start to kiss, mm-hmm. right? Then I just need to just stand up and walk away and stop it. So that's something that you so, program so in are your you, mind. Are you of the thought that you shouldn't be you shouldn't kiss your partner? Because I know some Christians are of the of the thought that um follow the thought of no kissing at all until marriage or until your wedding day. Um, others are not keen on not kissing at all. Me personally, I don't see anything wrong with kissing as long as you can keep it somewhere public, as long as you can keep it somewhere where you both know that um, you cannot, there's no room to go into other things. Because for me personally, I feel like you have to have a conviction in your spirit about that. Um, but I don't know, what is your perspective on it? Um, I think um, kissing is subjective, right? Kissing means different things to people. There's normal kiss, there's French kiss, there's I'm French not talking French about kiss. the one that you're kissing everywhere, like making out, like going extra. <laughs> that's not the one I'm talking um, about. But, but that's a good point to make because I really want to make sure that nobody misreads anything that we're, say, we're saying here. Yeah, so, yeah. so, um, so of course, um, you kissing in a way that you guys are making out, that's a no-no because yeah, the Bible says free from every appearance of evil. You understand? Yeah. So we know what that type of kiss always leads to. I mean, yeah, of course, know, it just leads to sex in most people. I agree. Exactly. Exactly. So let's not even bother. But then, um, I, I, well, for me, I mean, I, I have um, female friends who I greet, and um, you know, there's this casual type of kiss where you kiss. Yeah, peck. Yeah. You're not kissing yeah. the cheek. Kissing the air beside the cheek and kissing the air beside the other cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a casual type of greeting. I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, at the end of the day, you know yourself and you know what what you're going through. You. Mm. you understand? If yeah. that type of kiss triggers you, right, then it's a no no. You shouldn't indulge in it, right? But if you know that type of casual, casual kiss doesn't do anything for you, I guess it's fine. It's okay. No problem. Provided it's done in a public place. Right. But at the end of the day, it's the motive behind the kiss, right? Are you just doing it because you're just trying to just say hi to this person, great person, and just show love to the person? If that's the, the motive, then, then that's okay, right? But then if you know that that kiss is going to lead you to start having very funny thoughts and all those types of things, then it becomes flawed. So again, um, there is no one size fits all. It really depends on the person in question. So what do you think that a woman that is safe, single and um, is waiting for a mate should look for in a guy from her pers- from your perspective as a Christian man, what do you think a woman needs to to be to attract the right sort of guy that is all these things that she desires, you know, the basic of single, safe, Christian, fine, attractive and whatnot? What do, what, what do you think she, she should be to attract that kind of man? Something we haven't thought about before as ladies. Okay, so um, this these are two questions in one. The first is, um, what should um, a lady look out for? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, um, two very important things in area they follows. Um, number one is a man who has a direction, right? A man who knows what he's doing. Now, um, a man who well, let me say the two things. So, this, so, um, so the first thing is the man who knows what to do, you know, as a direction. And the second thing is that a man who has Christ at the center of his life. Now, let me just break it for, break, break it down further. Um, for a man who has direction, right, this will cut across every ramification of his life, right? Because the most important type of direction I can have as a man is on your purpose, on God's purpose, right, um, for your life. If you have that direction, it feeds into every other thing, career, 
relationships, um, business, health, um, fitness, and everything, right? So you need to find a man who understands his strength, understands his gift, understands um, God's purpose for him, and understands how his strength and his gifts are going to feed into God's purpose for him. Because once the man has that understanding, right, he then has an idea of the type of woman that he needs, right, or the type of woman whose um, 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 purpose will fit with his own purpose. And his purpose to also has to fit with that purpose. At the end of the day, the two purposes from both ends need to come together, right, um, to drive towards an expected end. That's the way it works, right, because as a woman, you also have a purpose for your life. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. So that's number one. Number two, um, the guy has to be someone who has Christ at the center of his life. Now, he doesn't necessarily need to be a perfect person, but you just need to see that Christ is a value and the most important value for this guy. Um, like me now, um, what I tell um, my girlfriend, right, because I'm dating, yeah. is that yeah. at the end of the day, this is the most important thing for me, right? If you're not able to get this thing, then we really will not work out. So I pretend for a while, but after a while, I will not be able to take it again because this is the most important thing. For me. And because um, we're in the world, right? Uh, yeah, we're in the world, and we tend to get get distracted from time to time. I might, I might, I might drift off course sometimes, right? But yeah. what I've seen is that I always come back because there is that anchor that holds me. Yeah, yeah, there is that anchor that holds me. You understand? So these are the two most important things for me. Then every other thing can then start to come after that, right? His career, um, his looks, um, yeah. character, of course, very, very important. In fact, I believe that character is already affected right? because a man who understands God's purpose for him, that fits into character. That fits yeah. into everything. Right? So um, that's the answer to the first question. And the second one is, as a woman, what should you do? Right. Um, something that I know, um, and I know that most people don't talk about it a lot when answering this type of question, is that men are more attracted to women who are living their life mm. to the fullest. Right. Who are living their life to the fullest. Um, godly men, especially. Um, because at the end of the day, like I said earlier, um, marriage is the addition of a full, a complete person with another complete person, right? So if me as a person, I'm a complete individual, a complete single person, right? I live a balanced life. Christ is at the center of everything. I have a very, very, a very, very healthy social life, right? I have a very, very um, a fledging career. I have businesses that are doing well. I want someone similar, right? Someone, not exactly the same, but at least similar. Someone that- Has similar values. Exactly, right? I can see making this strides also. So at the end of the day, as a lady, right, as a Christian lady, it's important that I see the lady um, living her life. I see the lady um, doing things. I see the lady um, making progress in all ramifications, right? Because at the end of the day, right, the godly man is going to find you while you're working, right? Your while purpose. you're doing the work. Yeah. Do you understand? Your purpose, while you're working towards your purpose, right? while you're making strides, while you're making progress in all applications, right? It's going to find you in that walk, or walk rather, whichever um, as the case may be, right? Yeah. So, um, and I'm saying this because a lot of ladies, right, feel like without a guy, um, their lives are incomplete, right? Um, without a guy, or because they're not dating, um, every other thing does not matter, right? That actually is a turn off. Forgotten mm -hmm. men, right? Yeah, yeah, because what to know that you're comfortable in your singleness, right? Exactly. What to know that you've taken full advantage of your single period, right? You've taken full advantage of your single season, right? It is very, very important. So that's something that um, godly men um, look out for. Of course, there are the other things, right? Um, just the way it is for guys, um, for men. The same thing applies for ladies, right? We need to be able to see by spending time with you that Christ is at the center, 
of everything. I remember I said earlier that Christ being at the center has different mani manifestations for different people. Christ manifests himself in different ways to different people, right? So when I spend time with you, I should be able to see what Christ means to you, how Christ manifests, how 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 the godly life showcases itself in your own life. I need to be able to see that, right? By the time I spend some time with you, I should be able to see that, right? And also, on the other hand, it's very, very important that the lady also understands what her purpose is, right? What God wants us to do, what her gift is, what her strength is, do you understand? And how um, that ties into the overall um, purpose of Christ for we believers. Yeah, so as a woman, your purpose is also very important, right? Um, because at the end of the day, godly men look out for women who are actively working towards their purpose, right? Towards the purpose of Christ. And it's very, very important. So at the end of the day, um, both parties affect each other. If as a man, I'm not maximizing my purpose to affect the both of us. And if as a woman, she's not maximizing her purpose, it affects the man also. Um, yeah, because both are partners, right? So um, those qualities, right, that um, women should look out for in men, it also applies for men also. Um, men also look out for these same qualities in women. Women who understand their purpose and are actively working towards it. Uh, women who have Christ at the center of everything. Every other thing I believe follows after this. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. This was so so helpful i'm sure like listeners will learn a lot from this um you have said so many things that are going to be needed in this dating game this this dating of nowadays or in a new decade ladies so you know i just pray that you listen to everything that dj has said and dj thank you for sharing with us but i have one question for you left and this is just for us to get to know you better so what's one thing people don't know about you Um, <laughs> so, well, for me, what do you mean for you? What's one thing people don't know about you? So, I've always been, I've always been an Arsenal fan. Oh no, we're getting into football now. Oh no, <laughs> um, well, not just an Arsenal one, even though. Even though I'm 30 years, but <laughs> you are old at 30. Okay. I always hope that I'm, I'll find a living for Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, I am because I mean the average age for oh yeah for football. Is, okay, okay. Yeah, most footballers yeah. retire between 30 to 35 years. You get so I'm kind of I'm kind of old, but I mean you never know anything can happen. You never know what, what God might. Um, so you want to play for maybe Arsenal? one day? Yes, I want to. Okay. I still want to. Okay. If Arsenal calls me, if Arsenal calls me, please come and play for them. And I'm, we, I'm, we won't I'm hear from you now. again. Of course, you will. Now. You will. <laughs> In, I'm going to go and play football for Arsenal. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be holding testimony in church and everything. That I you tell you. I tell me. you. Yeah, but anything is truly possible. So thank you for sharing that. I did not know that. So I appreciate the fact that you shared that with us. Thank you so much, Deji. It was lovely having you on. Um, I wish you the best. And thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much, Toto. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And have a nice day, too. You too. Bye. Wow, ladies, that was so, so packed. And of course, if you're a gentleman that is listening to this podcast as well, you are very welcome here. Um, I'm sure that you learned so much from Deji. That's one of the reasons I wanted him to come on. He is so full of gems about dating. Um, so my advice to you is to take everything that we've discussed today and take it very seriously and apply it in your own life as the Lord leads you. And if you want to connect with me some more, just follow me on Instagram at Flame, and you can also follow DG on Instagram at DGFash. That is DG, D-E-J-I-I-F-A-S-H. D -E -J -I -I 
D-E-J-I-F-A-S-H, Deji Fash. So it's two I's, D-E-J-I-I-F-A-S-H. He is also on Instagram. Now, ladies, I have some exciting news for you. The prayers for my husband to be the third edition is now available. So exciting. Yes, if you have purchased Prayer Journal 1 and Prayer Journal 2, you know that these prayer journals are super packed. This is the third edition of Prayers for My Husband-to-Be, and this teaching focuses on praying for the destiny of your husband and keeping the marital bed pure. Now, this edition is a PDF prayer journal of over 50 pages containing prayer points, declarations, and I broke down scripture of the Proverbs 31 woman as the Holy Spirit led me. Questions to ask yourself, that is obviously going to be in there. If you have purchased any of my PDF teachings before, you know I always add questions to ask yourself because I believe they are super important. And finally, you have over 15 workbook questions to make sure that these teachings and these declarations and these prayer points sink into your spirit and manifest in your soul and how you interact with other people in your life. Guess what the price is? It's super affordable for just $10. That's about 3,500 Naira. Now, if you want to grab your copy of the prayer journal, just click the link that is in the show notes. That is the, um, the little blurb below um, this recording, or send me an email at tulu at tulufalode.com. Now, the prayer journal, as at the time of this recording, is available, but it would be unavailable shortly thereafter. So if you're listening to this and you want access to that journal, I encourage you as quickly as possible to click the link in the, in the, in the description below, and I will highlight that link, or send me an email at tulu at tulufalode.com. That is tulu at tulufalode.com. This was fun, ladies. I wish you the very best of 2020. This is our first recording. We have so many exciting episodes to discuss with you all moving forward. If you have any suggestions or you want me to discuss any topic or have any particular guest on board, just send me an email as well to tolu.tolufalode.com. Have a lovely evening and have a lovely day. If you're listening to this at any other time in the day, God bless you. Bye.